not bad this morning the uh the dog made the coffee and the dog likes the coffee the dog is licking up the coffee from his bowl <laughs> good morning i think a pleasant morning not so bad morning good morning folks it's january 5th wednesday a what the fuck wednesday is he spitting already as he's talking going to be one of those fucking days, man. Uh, what's happening, folks? What's going on in the world? How are you? Are you upbeat? Are you happy? Are you enjoying 2022? Is this the best year ever? No, it's not really, is it? <laughs> one day till uh, Insurrection Thursday, uh, the happiest American holiday of all. Can't wait. Um funny in the news today just can't make this shit up folks you could make this shit up but it's better when you don't make this shit up uh stephanie what's stephanie's last name come to get me stephanie's last name here uh stephanie uh matto Stephanie Maddow, a former 90 Day Fiance star, I guess that's a UK show, who made 38,000 euros a day by selling farts in a jar. You did hear me correctly. No, there's nothing wrong with your audio. By selling farts in a jar, has been rushed to the hospital. Apparently, she was overworked, thought she was having a stroke. Putting out just too much, just trying to keep up with the demand for her farts in the jar. So I'm going to, you know, you know me, uh, I'm just, a, a, I want to be a helpful person. I want to, I want to make the world a better place. And so now there's a, a fart shortage Poor little Stephanie, uh, overworked little butthole, what she, she is, um, is out of wind. So I would like to take up the slack. Now, mine are a lot more potent, I have to say that, uh, up front. So you're probably going to want to buy smaller jars. Uh, maybe it'll go with something like this. This is a smaller jar than she sells. Uh, and it's airtight for freshness, to keep the freshness locked in. Um, and so I will be selling those. And you know what? Maybe... On, on the marathon show, uh, January 20th, we're going to do a marathon show. I'm trying to get into the Guinness uh, Book of World Records. Now, I have not stayed up 24 hours straight many years. And I know it causes uh, a lot of brain damage when <laughs> you don't sleep. But the way I look at it, I don't have that much brain to worry about anymore anyway. Uh, but... I'm going to be using part of that the marathon to actually produce the farts in the in the jar and sell them live 
in the moment. We'll auction them off, and all the proceeds will go to help in Andy's uh, cause. So uh, I'm gonna gonna pick up the slack of where where poor Stephanie is just out of wind. You know, she had the wind knocked out of her. That's all. She'll get back up and on and on, and probably before January 20th. But as I say, superior product. Uh, listen, I've been at it a lot longer than she has, um, and I think I've perfected it. I mean, you can ask anybody. Ask anybody. I mean, I think I've got it down to a science. Um, in other news, Ken Harris might be uh, joining the program again uh, someday soon um, to kind of, his book is coming out. He's getting some accolades about the book. Good time to have Ken back and discuss the book and kind of hump it, as they say. Hump the book one more time. And I'm thinking... Might be a good time to get James Inman just to pop in, just to see it for a minute, just to have them both in the same room at the same time, clear up all this conspiracy theory uh, once and for all, because I know the nation concerned, uh, legitimately concerned about this. And I want to put the, the uh, conspiracy theory that I started to rest once and for all. This is a dirty, ugly rumor. Um. So that might be happening. We don't know. We'll see. I'll hear from Ken whether he's got actual time to do that. I don't think uh, any of the comedians that were supposed to <laughs> express interest on coming on this morning are actually going to come on this morning. And I have a feeling, see, I probably did this the wrong way, but I'm a slacker. Uh, um, much like Andy Andrews, I'm not much at uh, good at planning. And so... I put out, you know, blanket invitations for people. I have a feeling they're all going to call me on the same day. Oh, yeah, I'll come on tomorrow. Um, that might be a little difficult to balance and fill the time correctly and give everybody the time they deserve. Maybe I have to take a more disciplined approach. The problem is, you know, artists, not, not morning people. So uh, getting people to commit to tomorrow morning that was pretty cool. Dave, brother Dave, yesterday said he stayed up. Uh, he went to bed early the night before so he could get up for the morning to do our show. That's the kind of participation and support I'm looking for. People willing to go to bed early to be part of the show. Hallelujah. Great people. Can I get an amen for brother Dave? Yeah, <laughs> brother Dave, Jewish guy playing in the church band. Playing bass. Not a bassist, he's a guitar player. Yeah, I love I love the uh, low morning voice the I got going on. <laughs> anyway, Ethan Klein, Eaton, Eaton, as they say in New York, Eaton Klein, like Nathan, 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 Detroit, Ethan, Ethan Klein. Here's is uh, uh, now I don't want to be. I don't want to be, but I'm going to be, because I am. Three days ago, Monday, or two days ago, Monday, I don't know, Monday, Ethan Klein had a tweet that said, uh, doesn't know what he's, no podcast for the next three weeks, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. 
So I said, why don't you come on my podcast? Now, I don't know a shit about Ethan Klein. I know he's famous for something, but I have no idea what it is. He doesn't seem like the coolest guy in the world, but I know he's famous, and I want to get famous people on here so I can fucking uh, coattail <laughs> some attention on the Mind Dog show. I'm being honest here, man. I ain't fucking lying to you. Uh, so Ethan Klein's a celebrity of sorts who I know nothing about, but I was willing to have him on the show just because I know he's famous for it or something. And all I know about him is that he set Steven Crowder up, which I thought was a, a cool thing to do because I don't like Steven Crowder. So he set uh, Crowder up with uh, Sam Cedar, ambush. That's all I know about him. Got, you know, But again, I know he has some fame. So I invited him to come on the program. Didn't hear back from him, but I sent him a clip of the Joe Rogan rant that I did on Monday. And then yesterday, for some inspired, uninspired, maybe inspired reason, all of a sudden he started lighting up Twitter with anti-Rogan stuff. Coincidence? Maybe. No, I'm not saying... uh, it, wicked Tourette's, that fella. <laughs> Rapper 32 says, uh, does he? He's got Tourette's? Is that real? I don't know. I didn't I noticed it one of because I saw the one clip where they set up Crowder. Anyway, so he now he's um he's been on a Rogan rant for like, oh, for 24 hours here. Anti-Rogan rant. And I'm just wondering is maybe um maybe I, I uh kind of inspired him a little bit. That would be cool, but it would be nice uh if he would uh return my uh a request to come on the program. Now, somebody said you gotta watch out for him, he'll you know, he'll make an enemy of you. I forget what, what the exact words are, but he he'll be nasty if you don't agree with him. He's a he's a he just says negative stuff about people. I'm fine with that. Shit, man! If if it will um, get more listeners, get you know, widen the audience, and I think I can hold my own with anybody who just wants to sit there and attack me. I mean, I think I can come back with some non-emotional, straight straight ahead um, defense of my positions without really um, getting name calling. And if somebody wants to do that with me, then they lose. The minute you start saying, "Well," just a fucking idiot yeah you just lost a debate good good but again not knowing uh, i'm whoring myself out to get (laughs) some somebody famous on the program whether whether i like them or not (laughs) so uh ethan klein eaton klein uh and now the debate came up he's talking about rogan not being healthy now this was something i was going to talk about because rogan there was another clip that's called Joe Rogan Gets Activated, and he's actually losing his temper talking to a guy who's on, who agrees with him. <laughs> he's losing his temper by saying these fucking vaccination people, they're holier than now. Uh, they think they're the healthy ones. They're fat and obese and whatever he's saying. And holding himself up as healthy because he got over COVID in three days. Now, I've never been a healthy person. I mean, I'm okay. I'm not dying. But when it comes to getting sick, I get sick pretty easily. And, mo- and most people know. And I'm a pussy when it comes to getting sick. A cold, 
I call in sick when I had a job. I'd call in sick. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Now I have to say, with the band, I never lost. I never missed a gig in in my life for not feeling well. No matter what, there was a gig I did on a Labor Day weekend in a hurricane, full uh, category three hurricane on the beach in an open tent with a bad back, uh, sciatica, bad back, very painful, uh, 103 temperature, broken tooth, uh, and, uh, you know, the flu, I guess, what I, is what I had going on. So I was in really bad shape and played that gig, got all um, over-the-counter medicined up and played the gig in those conditions, 103 temperature, in a hurricane on the beach. So I'm not one to call in sick for a gig ever, but for a job that I didn't like, sure, I would do that at a heartbeat. I've got the sniffles. I'm calling in for a week. (laughs) But I had COVID three times and never had a symptom. So does that make me healthier than Joe Rogan? Yeah, according to his uh, statistic, because he got over it in three days, throwing everything but the kitchen sink at his disease. I never took anything for COVID when I had it. So I guess that uh, makes me more uh, healthy than Rogan. No doubt R- Rogan is more fit than I am, especially right now. I mean, five years ago, I would have been in debate. But today, he's far more fit than I am. And a thousand times more fit than Eaton, Ethan Klein <laughs> is. Uh, Ethan Klein has uh, a layer of blubber around him. No, There's no two ways about that. He's a, he's a uh, soft... Uh, fat man, not fat shaming, but I made the case last night that listen, Mikey, my singer in my band, has been 300 pounds or more since 22. He's uh, far better shape, uh, far better health than anybody I know. He can dance for four hours straight, uh, keep people. in, engaged and puts out more energy than anybody I know. Never had a sick day until he got COVID that I can remember in 45 years I've known him. I've known him longer than that. I've known him 50 years. Never had a sick day. Um, the guy I had on earlier this week, Jeremy, who uh, was on the phone, 380 pounds since he's 15 years old. My age healthier than anybody I know. Not saying everybody, or obese is the way to go. Obviously, uh, if you can be in shape, or if you can be fit, maybe you should be. Maybe that's a healthier lifestyle. But when it comes down to health, I mean, Bruce, Bruce Lee died of natural causes at 34. Was he in shape? You can't go by shape as a uh, delimiter of health when people holding Joe Rogan and I think it is a danger in people saying well Joe Rogan is healthy man we take his advice nah Joe Rogan's a steroid head you want to take Joe Rogan's you want to you want to be like Joe Rogan start pumping steroids into your fucking body every single day and if you deny that he's doing that uh, just play the head game go look at the picture from news radio his head body size 
And now look at him now. He's got Barry Bonds' head going on. No doubt about it. The guy is using steroids. You're not 54 years old continuing to grow your muscles at 54 without taking a lot, a lot of supplements. Listen, that's not the way the male body works, man. 54, you don't... um, You you don't continue to build body mass at 54 unless you're using supplements. Your head doesn't continue to grow in abnormal proportions unless you're taking steroids. So you want to be you want to be healthy like Rogan? Start pumping your ass full of steroids every single day. So the fact that he's um, muscular doesn't mean now he might be healthy. That doesn't mean he's not healthy. But to hold him, and there's the danger where people start looking at him and say, uh, well, Rogan knows everything about health. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like a fucking freak. He's, his head is almost as, as big as he is tall. <laughs> five foot three, and his head is four, five foot two of that. <laughs> He's like a head on fucking on sneakers. And speaking of that, you ever see the fucking shoe size on that fucking weirdo? <laughs> He's got like fucking size 16 fucking sneakers and he's five foot three. <laughs> That's fucking weird. He's a freak. Anyway. Uh, good morning, people in, in the chat room. I see a whole, whole, whole bunch of people in here. Uh, nice to see you this morning. Nah, I don't know how I'm going to fill two hours today, uh, but we'll see. The phone lines will be open, I guess. Um uh, you know, politics this week is is going to be the and today and tomorrow. You're going to hear a lot of speeches. Uh, we're going to hear a speech from, and if you don't pay attention, you, you you don't have to hear the speech. But I I don't think you're going to be able to uh, escape the echo chamber of of all the speeches that will be going on for the next two days around an anniversary that the people who uh, stormed the Capitol last year are seeing, are call, uh, treating it like it's a holiday. And I've been making fun of that, calling it Insurrection Thursday. Um, they're treating it like it's a holiday. And uh, Trump is going to have a speech co- commemorating the great effort to stop the steal. Doesn't end. When Hitler got caught with the beer hall putsch and it failed and, and he went to prison, it was just a an opportunity to replan and rebuild and uh, come back stronger. And uh, it's happening again. It's happening again. Whether you, whether you believe, <laughs> want to make the comparisons to Hitler or not on Trump, and I believe there is this energy um, the Nero energy. Napoleon had it. Obviously, Nero had it. Hitler had it. And I think Trump has it. The idea that uh, self is a narcissism that's so deep that all that matters is me and the glorification of me. And if it fails, uh, fuck it. Let the whole thing burn down. They don't love me enough. Well, that's the energy we have here with Trump. Now, on the other side, you have uh, Merrick Garland, who um, seemed to only be appointed attorney general. 
because the libs felt slighted that he didn't get nominated for the Supreme Court. Now, judging by uh, what he's done as Attorney General, I'm very glad he didn't make it on the uh, Supreme Court, although there are people I also not like to see on the Supreme Court, three of them, eh, two, two out of three maybe, uh, who got on because he didn't get on. I mean, he didn't. His his nomination wasn't allowed to even be uh, taken to the Senate floor. Thank you, one party. Anyway, uh, so he he's going to be making a speech today. Um, which you know what? Just do your fucking job. I don't need a fucking speech. Do you need a speech? Who needs a fucking another speech from a politician? Uh, you got you got no fucking speech from from the dog. And I'm not a politician, and it's fucking. I'm sure it's boring as hell. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Craig says it doesn't help that Biden has been as effective as Jimmy Carter. Um, you know what? I think maybe Carter might have him edged a little bit. Uh, and I know, you know, some re- Republicans would fucking set their head on fire hearing me say that. And a lot of people on the left up until the last couple of years might have. You, sometimes you have to look at presidential stuff 30 years down the road, 40 years down the road, 50 years down the road to really get a real good look at what they did and what the, and the hand they were dealt. And I've been doing that a lot with Carter. Now, Carter, uh, as a man, Jimmy Carter as a man, fucking better man than I will ever be, I could ever aspire to be. Uh, just a great human being as a president maybe he sucked maybe maybe not so much if we look at the hand he was dealt remember what carter was coming into he was coming into post watergate where uh (laughs) basically nixon was trying to do what what trump tried to do but in a more subvert more or trying to be discreet but just as incompetent what uh method <laughs> trying to trying to make the uh, one party system um by deceit and by or by cheating an election and doing everything he can to hold on to power that's what nixon was doing he got caught red handed and so he had to resign and then you had ford who was just a total fuck up for and, and you know ford's history of why he got um even uh, became the vice president was because he was a cover-up guy and then falling down constantly and then leaving um, OPEC in a situation where they could fucking grab America by the balls. And then once um, things started to unfold in Iran with the Shah losing power, this is a revisionist history. I'm just going down. If we look at what Carter um, his biggest failings were it's definitely tied to the oil crisis. Um, and then um, the hostage situation, which are both kind of intertwined in some way because they both had to do with the Shah losing power over there and we losing a major ally, ally slave state, I guess you would call it more than an ally in, in Iran. Uh, it would have been hard for anybody 
to do an effective job with being dealt the cards he had. That's revisionist, maybe, perhaps. But uh, again, I'm not trying to make excuses for Carter because I lived through that time in history, and it sucked. I mean, we're talking about massive recession jobs, uh, hard to find. Uh, I was in college uh, during those years, and uh, I think the interest rates were were 25% or just about 25% interest rates on, on loans and stuff. Hard, hard to get money. Really tough time. Wages were low, depression, and then you know we had the bicentennial celebration. It looked like we were selling to, uh, celebrating two hundred year anniversary of America. It looked like a we were celebrating a, a third world country. <laughs> it was not a good time. So yeah, I understand uh, the negative, negative idea perception of, of carter as a administrator and he was dealt fucking shitty hand so yeah you're right it doesn't help that biden has been you say effective maybe less effective than uh carter i like the fact that uh biden ended the war in afghanistan that to me is not a small thing it's a very very good thing uh and i'm happy to see that um infrastructure needs to be done it needs to be done so those are the feathers in his cap the the bad stuff you know the stuff he's not able to get done you know in this climate again i mean if we we wait 50 years down the road and, and kind of weigh what the again the hand trump uh biden was dealt at the time of coming in it might look very different 40 or 50 years down the road now i won't be here but um you I don't know. You you people who will be here. Maybe maybe things will seem a little bit different in perspective at that point. Anyway, I will be selling my farts on January 20th as part of... <laughs> what did he just say? Uh, if you missed the program earlier, uh, the lady, Stephanie Maddow, who was selling $38,000, uh, 38,000 euros of farts in a jar, I don't know how much she was getting per jar. Do we know? Do we have a uh, a tally of what what uh, a cost a price sheet? Do we have a price sheet on the farts in the jar? Were they different size fart or uh, different size jars? Diff- different prices, or is it just one standard price? Twenty five dollars a fart. Anyway, she was uh, rushed rushed to the hospital, unable to keep up her production. And so uh, there is a fart shortage, a, a fart in a jar shortage uh, in the world, not just in America. I know we are very uh, America-centric in the world today. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get caught up in some of some of this stuff. And so Rappler said about Eaton, he had wicked Tourette's. Oh, good morning, Kelly. And then... Uh, Craig said, good morning, Kelly. Back to you. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Kelly says, yes, he does have Tourette's. Oh, you're sick. Not COVID, though. Sorry, I hope you feel better. Uh, glad it's not COVID, I guess. I, I don't know from what I am understand. Oh, speaking of COVID, the drummer, uh, uh, Mikey called me and said, yeah, he's really sick. Uh, we got to get a sub. This is, that fucking, this is why I don't trust people. 
Mikey calls me and says, yeah, we got to get a, a sub. He's really got COVID. He sounds really bad. Sounds really bad. He's the healthiest one uh, you know, out of all of us. This guy's in fucking great shape. Um, sounds really bad. Okay, so I go get a sub drummer. And um, I'm just looking through the comments here. I get a sub drummer, and then an hour later, Mikey texts me back. Give him another day. He says he's feeling better. Man, COVID comes and goes pretty quick these days, doesn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> Craig said, he said, Gerald Ford at the golf course in California, he was yoked and he was dangerous on a golf course. Yeah. Yeah, he was dangerous to everybody. I mean, and people forget that uh, he was shot at twice. One of them was uh, Sarah Jane Ferguson, or one of uh, Manson's followers, shot at him in San Francisco. Good morning uh, from now, Christina. Uh, good morning, Christina. Uh, as now, the shirts, I still have to check on the shirt, but the, I, I sent Christina a shirt. I think it was like in June, if I'm not mistaken. It was springtime or early summer. Uh, let me take this comment down. And um, from Spreadshirt, who handles the the merchandising shit for over here, and uh, the shirt didn't make it there, and we were expecting it to get there pretty quickly, a couple of weeks or something. For some reason, on when you order it on Spreadshirt, they make you put in. A zip code. There were no zip codes. American zip codes. Like it's it's going to wherever the hell she is, Denmark. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Is it Denmark or Norway? It's one of them fucking countries that are too cold for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they make you put in, and so I put my it, it automatically filled in the form with my zip code. And so it got confused. They didn't know what to do. Got held up in customs. Uh, finally, they sent it back here. It's now in New Jersey in a warehouse in Denmark. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there some joke about that? Denmark, uh, the elephant joke or something? I don't know. I'm too early for me to remember that. Uh, now, uh, how do how did You've gotten other stuff from like from you know, issues with Andy or something. You got uh, merchandise from them. I don't understand how they were able to get to and we weren't. But uh, those were I don't. Those aren't the shirts that she bought. She ordered like some kind of um, I don't know dress, the house dress or something. No weird top, not a t-shirt. <laughs> something that. That the chicks wear, I don't know that stuff anyway. Uh, yeah, I wore the shank one to the bank. It wasn't a hit. <laughs> uh, why not? They don't like Chad Shank. He's a pretty enough guy, you know. Um, anyway, so I don't know what the holdup is. It's it's in New Jersey. It's it's like a tank top, yeah. Um. And now I got to do whatever I can do to to bring my my shirt back, cleared of all these false charges. You talk about vengeance. 
Well, then just bring your boy back to you or my boy back to me. I forgot of vengeance of my son. <laughs> but I have selfish reasons. I have another son. We'll have to make arrangements to bring back, cleared of all these false charges. Why am I stuck on The Godfather? It's been 50 years since that movie came out. 50 fucking years. Almost. One, 49. <laughs> oh, no, 72. 50 years. Yeah. 50 years of The Godfather, and it's still in my fucking head. Ah, oh, boy. Today's show is, you know what? Yesterday I forgot the sponsor stuff, and I caught hell for it. So Brother Dave threw me off. He came in the room too early, and then I forgot to do the sponsor stuff. He actually had him on for an hour. I was surprised that I went that fast. Today's uh, show is brought to you by audiobooksnow.com. Yeah. Audiobooksnow.com. They have great audiobooks. Uh, and cheaper and more less expensive. I should say cheap is a is an ugly word. Less expensive. Better deals on audiobooks than you'll find anywhere on the planet. Uh, audiobooks Club Pricing Plan is simply the best deal on audiobooks you'll find. Yes, it is. It offers a savings and flexibility not found anywhere else. With their save-on-everything discounts, rollovers, exclusive offers, loyalty program, incredible selection except for Pine Barron Stratagem, uh, and cancel anytime policy, it simply cannot be beat. Well, by the way, I could probably uh, pull some strings and get Ken's book in there. Uh, plus, you get a free premium audiobook on select titles uh, when you click the link that's in the description today. You can start a 30-day free trial, which is normally $4.99 a month. It's absolutely free to try for 30 days. You're not satisfied anytime. You just cancel. You won't be billed a penny. Not a single penny. Uh, with audiobooks now, you save on every audiobook you purchase. They don't use gimmicky credits to hide the true cost. Whether you want to save big through the club pricing plan or simply purchase at their everyday low prices, they offer one of the largest selections of audiobooks anywhere except for the Pine Barren Stratagem. Uh, <laughs> Why do you always shit on the sponsors? Well, I'm not really shitting on them. I'm just saying we got to get they got to get that book in there. Um, you can download or stream the audiobooks through the website or free apps, and all apps include in-app purchasing. How about that? In-app purchasing. So you can buy an app in the purchase. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that means at all, in-app purchasing. Anyway, they have it, but they don't have Pine Barren Stratagem, so we got to get that uh, listed on there. Pine Barren Stratagem is on Audible, but uh, thank you for, for reminding me of that while I'm doing a sponsorship for a competitor, thank you. Uh, Dog still dreams about Lucy Bedsini. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, in my case, it would be Lucy Caponia. Uh, hello, Lucy. I know you're out there. I know you're a listener of the program. Yes, I still have my sixth grade crush on you. Doesn't everybody? Uh, Lucy was, was the star of our, our junior high school. And still is. <laughs> still a beautiful woman. And you know what? Came down to uh, a gig a couple of years ago, and I was, like, astonished. Cause I, I had to write to her. I said, was that you at the gig a couple of nights ago? Because you, you look like you have an age since high school or around then. Still in her 20s. She's my age. Good for her. 
real Italian girl from Italy. Anyway, shout out to Lucy, Lucy Cabonia. Craig, Craig reminded me of you. It's, it's all Craig's fault. Uh, where are we going today, folks? I don't know what, where we're going here. Uh, maybe I should just start selling farts now. Uh, phone lines are open. Uh, if you want to uh, call in and talk about anything that happens to be on your mind. Uh, it's already starting on Twitter with the um, interaction. Well, it's been. It never ended. But, I mean, like I'm getting flooded. My my uh, feed on Twitter is just full of uh full of january 6th stuff now um people making fun of biden or fun of him i mean yeah they've been making fun of him forever about the shot uh getting another shot in a what looks like a theater uh cheap production of an oval office backdrop and people are saying, "Well, why? Why is he doing that? Why not just get it in the?" And they're making a big deal of it. Why not? Why doesn't he just get it in the Oval Office? Like he has an Oval Office. Why create this mocked-up Oval Office to get the shot in? And they're thinking, surmising that must be a fake shot. This is conspiratorial nonsense. I mean, Trump got the shot. I want you to understand that because the people who, they're not, even though Trump came out and said he got the shot and, and told them to get the shot, they still don't believe him. Like, this is a Biden conspiracy. And on on that note, because they, they, they feel like they want to push this idea that this um, vaccine is all on Biden. It was Trump's vaccine and a good thing. The best thing Trump did, uh, whether you don't trust the vaccines or whatever, it was a good effort. Whether you, you know, whatever the science turns out to be, the idea to uh, pressure Big Pharma to get on board to help with an emergency uh, situation that nobody saw coming. Well, I shouldn't say nobody saw coming. A lot of people saw coming, but there was no uh, contingency plan because they scrapped the plan, if we remember that. Um, the Biden administration and not not giving, uh, not blowing smoke up Biden's ass. Uh, I mean, the Obama administration not blowing smoke up his ass at all. They at least were trying to be proactive in setting up a plan for how to deal with a pandemic that the early 2000s certainly gave us an indication was probably going to happen eventually no timeline on it but they started to develop a plan on how to deal with that and trump just because it it was obama's stuff said scrap it fuck it get rid of it and then it happened so uh pushing the pharmaceutical companies to try to do something quickly was a good thing People can argue about the effectiveness of the vaccine. Every single drug on the planet is going to have some side effect risks for some people. There's no doubt about that. So I understand on some level the nervousness about the vaccine. Listen, I didn't want to take it. I don't like shots. I, you know, I don't, I don't like to take any drugs that aren't 
marijuana <laughs> and marijuana is the only drug I, I if I could it's the only drug I would ever take in my life but that's just me but I realized that um, in order in order to go around and and continue to um, participate in the human race I needed to get on board with certain things and I'm not afraid of taking the medicine. And if there are side effects, you deal with that. I understand the nervousness about it, but to try to say this is like Biden's thing, it happened a year before, you know, the, it happened before Biden, six months, eight months before Biden was even elected. And so it's not Biden's vaccine. So I don't think he would be faking getting the vaccine. And remember, uh, Again, Trump took the vaccine, got the booster and all that stuff, and is recommending that you do. So, so the bipart- the partisan stuff, the uh, um, this is a Biden conspiracy, makes no fucking sense. But none of the conspiracy theories ever make sense, and no none of the conspiracy theorists ever give a shit about the fact that it doesn't make sense. Like the flat earth stuff, man. Uh, that it makes no sense, but people still gravitate to it, and people you know preach it and it's still going strong fucking flat earth man i wish musk could take like the 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 biggest uh flat earth proponent out there the loudest voice in the flat earth world just take him up let him see bezos one of those guys get him in the rocket um now the other part of this is uh Dr. Malone, I want to. People say Malone, uh, Fauci is afraid to debate Malone. Listen, I'm not afraid to to debate Malone. I actually tried <laughs> Dr. Uh, Malone to get him on this program, uh, and uh, of course, yeah, I'm no nobody, and he's not going to come on my program. I got to get like somebody like Eaton Klein <laughs> to to. Uh, Establish some credibility, but Malone comes out with this um, distorted and ridiculous version of what mass formation psychosis is. But the party got sort of right. Is um, it all? It always involves a hypnotic, charismatic type leader, somebody who can get people on board with the psychosis. And he leaves it at that. And so I've been asking all of them, all these people who are absolutely far right wing people, you think he's talking about Biden as a hypnotic, charismatic leader? Sleepy Joe? <laughs> Seriously, if you're talking about charismatic leader getting people to follow him, the guy who's got the hypnotic powers, are we talking about Trump or are we talking about Biden? If you if you claim Biden is that, you don't know anything about anything. I'm sorry, Biden. Even people in the Democratic Party hate Biden, uh, or and and they settled for him. But uh, at you know, and I don't want to put words in his mouth. But um, Brett Erickson is a Democrat. Well, he says he's not a Democrat. He's definitely a leftist. He's on the same side as the Democrat, the left. And he was here all, all arguing 
that the Democrats could have done better than Biden with just about anybody. And he's not alone in that on the people on the left. So um, to, if you want to argue that Biden is a charismatic, hypnotic leader, who the fuck is he uh, hypnotizing? Because his own party fucking hates him. It, the right hates him and the left hates him. Uh, the left is going to hang with him and and, and try to paint the picture that he's uh, a great president and, and doing the right things. And uh, and they're going to stick by him because they don't want to lose again. Really, they don't really have any other choice. That That's, you know, you dance with the girl you, you brought. And so, but uh, <laughs> they're actually trying to, trying to paint Biden two two ways, both as sleepy and boring and ineffectual, but he's got a, he's holding America in a spell like Hitler. Joe Biden is not Jim Jones. Joe Biden may suck as a president. He may suck as a person. Uh, and I'm not sure about that, but he may suck as a person. He may suck as a president, but he certainly is not spellbinding. He's not a hypnotist. He's not a charismatic speaker. He can't even... Uh, neither am I. Uh, he can't even get the words out of his fucking mouth half the time and uh, loses track of what the fuck he's talking about, kind of like I do. He's not He's not Svengali. So come back to this, you know, your newfound right-wing talking phrase there, uh, mass formation psychosis, and what it's all about. And Dr. Malone's ridiculous summation of what started it uh, in Germany in the 20s and 30s. Now, it didn't start in the 20s and 30s in Germany. It started in the 1880s in Germany and Austria and that kind of stuff. It just reached its head after Germany lost World War One, and was dealing with the uh, the loss and the the economic hardship that came with losing a war. That's what what started that mass formation psychosis. But it was building for fifty years, and yes, it took a charismatic leader. Uh, that kind of charismatic leader <laughs> to whip them into their psychosis. That was my best German. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not good with that kind of shit. I'm not good with a lot of shit. Anyway, that's that. Christopher Lee Marr was with me yesterday for uh, my first interview segment. Uh, of the now Christopher Limar is a former Navy SEAL who looks like a big strong guy, but he's kind of like a big strong guy that uh, went through this whole military training and the discipline and um, strength it takes to get through Navy SEAL training, and came out of that with a new age Chinese medicine. Um, lust for answers to lasting peace, happiness, and all this stuff. And they claim, and I'm I'm interested in this. I really am. And like I, I'm not like jumping on 
the, the, the bandwagon here with this, but he claimed to have found a solution for, to find, um, first of all, be free of pain, free, free of physical pain, but freeing yourself up from physical pain releases and re, uh, uh, releases the stress and anxiety and all the kind of stuff that holds you back from your emotional and mental health as well. So it starts with the physical. And he claims there are five stretches, five stretches you can do. And he's not looking for money for this. He's not selling anything. Five stretches you can do to and taking five to 10, 15 minutes a day for 28 days to change your life for the better as far as getting rid of chronic pain and kind of pain aches and pains we all deal with and the stuff that he endured from he got from his time in the military and from his time in navy seal stuff uh and childhood stuff and all that kind of stuff um and he's going to deliver me a customized videotape one of his practitioners is going to be putting it together to show me these stretches i need to do that will avoid the ritual that I usually need to do after a gig just to get to the place where I could sleep at night. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And it doesn't, you know, I know most people would say, well, new age people and they all think they have the answers and they all have, um, I don't want to say magic pills, magic cures. They believe in, you know, in passive healing doesn't include a lot of um, modern medicine. It includes these, it is, it's, and I said to him, it sounds too good to be true. I said, I said that three or four times to him on the program yesterday. But it's worth a try. If, if, if First of all, it's not going to cost you anything. And if it's as simple as just stretching. Now, he said when he first did it, he could not get into the position required for the stretch. He had to go through a, a guy had to diagram it out for him completely and, and had to work himself into getting into the positions, which that's going to be a difficult thing for me because, you know, flexibility is something I lost uh, about 10 years ago. I was extremely flexible until... Um, <laughs> All the disc in my uh, lower vertebrae just disappeared. Too many years of lifting heavy weights and stuff like that. Uh, I voted for potatoes over Trump twice. <laughs> I didn't see potatoes on the on the ballot. Listen, Matt Napo was on the ballot. Matt Napo was on the ballot in 2016 and 2020. He definitely was. Uh, maybe not in your state. I got two votes, mine and my wife's. Not enough. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that's where we're at today. I don't know. I don't really have a lot more to talk about today. I'm 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 just letting my lips flap. See, Brett says, "War children, it's just a shot away." <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Kakistan, Kakistan government resigns 
The entire government resigns amid unprecedented unrest following energy price hike. Kazakhstan. Um, if you know where Kazakhstan is on the map, I mean, I know uh, generally the area it's on, it is on the map, but I would have to actually look at the map. I can't, in my mind, I can't tell you where the fuck that is. Um, you know, what what it borders and all that stuff. I have to look up the map and kind of, uh, and yeah, I have to re- refer to my, my buddy Michael Hilliard to tell me what's really going on over there because I don't follow that shit and haven't for a while. There's so many stands. Um, that's the big news. Trending. I mean, the biggest news of the day, obviously, here we go, we're heading into this whole thing where we're going to be hearing speeches about January 6th last year and um, all that stuff. And the biggest news by far, the news that's making the biggest headlines, reality star who made 38 euros a week for selling farts in a jar has been hospitalized. Welcome to 2022. This is the world we live in. Holy fuck. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should play a, a song and go get some fresh coffee or something. Maybe I should just break out the guitar and, and, and play some songs. I don't know. It's, I was hoping on having those comedians uh, who I, and I'm not naming them because they didn't show up, and I don't want people saying, oh, you should have shown up. I'm being mad at them. It's my fault for not really being a disciplinarian or, or di- having any discipline at all in being able to schedule his things. I'm a slacker. I don't like being an administrator on this shit. Should be, I just want to do the fun stuff, you know? You know. Yes, you do. Anyway, I'm hoping you're going to join me on the January 20th, 20th thing. I'm going, going to be going for the Guinness book world, uh, world record for a continuous podcast. I'm going to be live streaming. Now, it's going to be challenging because StreamYard, my platform that I use, is in all of them, I think, restrict you. I'm not sure if YouTube, if I just went directly to YouTube. Uh, but then I can't, I wouldn't have all, all the, the functionality that I have. But if I went directly to YouTube, I might be able to just pull it off as one continuous stream. Would they archive that? But if I use StreamYard or any other of these services that do this stuff, I they limit you to eight hours. So I'm going to have to start a new stream before the other one ends to keep it continuous, and people will have to kind of move uh, over. Okay, this stream has ended. Go, go find me on the next one. That's a little clunky. Um, so there will probably have to be some transitions in that stuff. But I'm going for 40 straight hours. Uh, and again, I, as I mentioned before, uh, good morning, Chad. And below South Central Russia. That's where Kazakhstan is. Thank you. Get uh, Christina or Kelly on, on the horn. Uh all right, Christina or Kelly, get on the horn. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, the 20th. So uh, 40 straight hours. I have not stayed up for uh, like a full day without any sleep in a long time. And I know I only have a few brain cells left. And I know it damages uh, the brain when you are when you go without sleep. 
Hello, Jamie. Jamie, one. Uh, there was a um, a double dare on the table for you. You put it out there, my friend, that uh, you were proud to have faced the dare of uh, presenting yourself on the program from the bathtub, but you were double dared to do it from the shower today. And I think there was a promise that if you failed, you would be tormented and bullied forever and never live it down. Well, here it is today. You're here with us. We see you saying, hello, kids. There he is saying, hello, kids. But he's not in the shower. And you have the link. I sent you the link. I think you need to get in the shower, young man. Get all soaked up. Get your phone ready. I don't know. Maybe have Keely hold it for you. Maybe you can have uh, Carl come over and hold the phone for you while you uh, appear on the program from the shower. Now that that's the double dare that was put out there. That was the challenge for you, and you're not living up to it. I'm very disappointed in you, as uh, to say the least. Um, I guess we'll give you a couple of minutes to see if you want to look deep inside yourself, see if you have. The integrity, the courage, the fortitude to live up to um, the promises and the challenge that you laid out there. Or if not, we're just going to have to hold you in in contempt and uh, disgrace for eternity. And that's the way it goes. Sorry, you know we love you, but uh, you... Justice is justice, man. We can't have we can't have um, judgment and and persecution for one group and not for another. And so you laid this out there. You brought this upon yourself, Jamie. Um, I don't know. Are we going to put them on the clock and say you have this long to get in the shower and call? Or uh, Kelly says I'm not fun. I sound like I'm dying. Well, uh, I'm, so do I. I'm not fun either, though. I have to admit, I am not fun. Maybe I'll call a boss. Let's call a boss. You think we'll call a boss? Oh. I'll see see what happens if I call the boss. I can't use my phone. What the fuck is going on here? I hate this, what they did to iPhones, man. I got to push more buttons now just to make a fucking phone call. Uh, Where's the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss? Over the boss of the boss of the boss of the boss. Hello, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss. Hello, 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 the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss. Oh, he's not going to answer. Doggy, 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 Ralphie, Ralph. What's happening, buddy? You're on the air. Hey, how we doing, audience? <laughs> no, I, I, Jamie was supposed to get in the, the shower and call from the shower because he, he laid this thing out where uh, he was proud of himself for uh, for appearing in the tub uh, the other day, and he was supposed to join me from the shower, but he's kind of punking out, so I was kind of bored. I didn't have a guest. So I said, I'll call the boss. You want me to go sit on the toilet bowl while we talk? Could, could you? <laughs> Face FaceTime me from the throne, yes. Do you, so, do you 
Uh, you know about this woman who uh, who was selling farts in a jar? Did I tell you about the woman who was selling farts in a jar? I told you I read that. Remember? Oh yeah, I, that's right. We we discussed it. Now I had known about it before you, you, you but yeah, she. Yeah, oh yeah, you did know about it. Remember, I brought it up though. Yeah, uh, she's in the hospital. What happened? The jar exploded. Oh, uh, they knocked the wind out of her. Um, oh, no, seriously, seriously, she's in, she's been hospitalized. She can't put. She she was trying to keep up with production because she was doing thirty eight thousand euros worth of jar for today, and she couldn't keep up with production. And she thought she was having a stroke, and she, now she's in the hospital, unable to produce. So I figured I'd pick up the the slack for her. Well, I can help her out too. Here, <laughs> was that real? Yeah. Damn. Sounded. Like, I'm helping her. It sounded a little wet. Maybe um, a jar isn't the best way to go for something like that. Oh, I put it in paper bags. <laughs> paper bags. <laughs> well, it won't. It won't last through shipping in a paper bag. See, that's the whole thing. It has to. Have... Oh, you ship them? Yeah, she's got to ship them. I mean, how else is she going to get them oh, to people? Nurse, get rid of all these bags. I don't know. I just kept them in the bags. Maybe. <laughs> What you remember? Funzy used to shit in the bag and throw it over the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he denied it. He denied it for like six months. Well, <laughs> Funzy stopped shitting in the bag. Shitting in a fucking paper I bag. I didn't shit in the. I didn't do it. Funzy, stop shitting in the bag. I didn't do it, Pop. Funzy, stop shitting the bag. Okay. <laughs> Well, if he were alive today, he would have a uh, really good business there because he could just sell sell the shit in the bag online. What? I don't know if you're allowed to mail it, though. <laughs> uh, Jamie's calling you Dice the Boss Clay. First of all, get in the shower, you fuck. And uh, he's calling you the <laughs> Dice the Boss Clay. Oh, my God. Tell him thanks a lot. My asshole's bleeding now. But- <laughs> Does Dice have um, Bell's palsy or something? Because that—that's what people were saying. Now, I've seen him on Facebook lately. I don't—I don't think he's got Bell's palsy. You don't know. If he, if he does, he could put—he could do that thing with the cigarette where he puts his hand over half his face, right? And just smoke like that the whole time. No one will even see it, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Half my face don't work. So, uh, how's your recording system? Is is it working there? Yeah, but you know what? I got to get the mic to work like yours. You can't hear my mic when you do, you know when I was at your place, boy, at the, your studio. I, I it was great. I could hear my. I mean, it wasn't great for me because I could hear myself. But <laughs> if somebody was good, they could really, you know, that really was nice. It was like so loud and it came through so clear. Uh, Why not? I don't. I don't know what the what the issue is. Probably just a gain issue or something. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you'll fix it. And what? And you still still using what Cakewalk or something? Yeah, Cakewalk. It's the easiest for me, you know. Yeah, no, but there's got to be presets. That's what I'm thinking. They're probably presets. You like a scientist behind that freaking computer. <laughs> you know, you got so much shit going on. It's like, oh my god, how does he remember all these buttons? But he doesn't know where Kazakhstan is. Yeah, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Stan. Isn't that what's his name lives? Well, the whole government resigned today in Kazakhstan. 
the guy that goes high five. Yeah. You know what? Um, Carrot Top. You fr- yeah, were you ever a fan of Carrot Top? Oh, I love Carrot Top. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just, yesterday he was on Rogan and he was talking about how, because comedians love to shit on Carrot Top. And to be honest, uh, I, I really didn't have any memory of what he actually did. When did, Where did you see him? Like on television or like did you actually go Probably. see him? Yeah, I made sure I'd see him if he was on TV. He was really good. I liked him a lot. He because Gallagher was accusing him of stealing his act. I didn't know this stuff until yesterday. Man, Gallagher, Gallagher was a hack. Yeah, well, I don't. I never went. I was not a Gallagher fan either. But I know a, a lot of uh, comedians were like, yeah, have been using um, carrot top as the butt of a joke for a long time and hating on the guy. And I just didn't. I, it, they can hate on him all he wants. The guy has a res. He was with the first comedian to ever have a residency in Las Vegas. Right, right. And he's still going strong there. Right. But I saw saw him on Rogan yesterday, and he was extremely humble and uh, just seemed like a great guy. And I was like, wow, look at him, man. He's a fuck. It seems like a really good person. And and that was... So I said, I got to go check out his work. And then I saw some stuff he was doing on the Jerry Lewis telethon like 30 years ago and it was really just oh he came out with two suitcases full of stuff and would just pull out toys and talk about and talk about them and giggle the whole time comedians don't like him because he does prop comedy yeah which i you know i was just thinking about that the other day because i watched a uh you know i watched those old roasts and stuff like that yeah and he was on one of them and uh i don't know they they uh they really were, you know, they picked on him a lot. Yeah. Well, and uh, there are no prop comics anymore, are there? I mean, who, who, is there anybody doing prop? Follow comedy too much anymore. So I really don't know who's in the game, you know? Yeah. But uh, he looks ridiculous. Like he did all of that, uh, you know, all that surgery and, you know, that stuff like that on his face. Yeah. Stuff. He looks so weird but now. Yeah. You know? Well, but, uh, well, looking at the stuff with Cat, he was—he was always a freak. I mean, even when he was young, he—he he, he was skinny. But uh, then he started working out or get pumping up fake muscles into him, whatever he was doing. Uh, but that—that yeah. that just accentuated the the freakiness. But he was always really freaky looking. If you look at some of his shit, his father was an astronaut. Did you know that? Bro, his nickname is Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, he had that orange hair. He had that face that looked like you know. Remember that guy Piper we used to have in the school, the white black guy. Yeah, he he was albino, but he was black. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what Carrot Top looks like, you know. That that's a strange thing being black, but but so ultra white black guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember we had Mister Zuba? Do you remember Mister Zuba? Uh, I re- I remember the name. I don't. I wouldn't. He was he was a black man, but he had big white blotches all over him. Yeah, well, they used to sing "Who's the Man with the Half a Tan Zuba Zuba." Michael Jackson called that in Patego, right? Yeah, in right. Well, I don't know. I think Michael Jackson had something to do with doing it to himself. No, he he was yeah he was bleaching like you know the thing today, and I I I don't do this personally, and you would know this, but I, I bleaching your asshole. Yeah, they do that. Why? Um, in case it's ever on television, I don't know. 
I guess you need to be doing business back there in order to do something like that. Exactly. I mean, uh, it's not like it's going to be on the, uh, you know, anybody's looking for photo shoots for my asshole. The last person to see my asshole was the freaking, uh, what are you called? I forget what kind of doctor he is. He's the one that checks your coolie. Because <laughs> uh, I got the, that enlarged uh, prostate. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and, uh, you know, I'm sitting in the chair waiting for him to come into the office. I'm sitting on his exam table. I'm looking at my phone, you know, playing on my phone. All of a sudden, the doorway darkens. And I look up, and there's this six-foot-seven bald-headed uh, Samoan. And and I look down, his, look right up. I see how big he is. Then I go back down. I follow his arm until I get to his fingers. It looked like he had sausages hanging off of it. I was like, no. Yep, bend over the table. Oh, no. Bam, he got me. At least it wasn't for banging it on a book. Like when the guy who uh, fingered my ass, uh, he basically, I went for him because I had a lump on my wrist and he made me he flap my balls in every direction. He fingered me in the ass and did every fucking intrusive thing he could do to me. And then never even discussed the thing I went there for, which was a, a lump on, a, on, uh, on my wrist. And finally, I asked him about that. He said, bang it on a book. I was like, well, what the fuck did you need to, to read my ass for? That wasn't a doctor. That was your neighbor, Mr. Cascardo. <laughs> you don't remember? I remember. I remember it well. It traumatized me. <laughs> I remember you, you didn't come to school. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Old big finger Mr. Cascardo got him. Yeah. Um, I was uh, talking about uh, Lucy Caponia this morning on, on the show. About what? Lucy Caponia. Lucy. I lost you. What happened? Well, somebody, somebody. Uh, I, I was quoting The Godfather, and somebody said, uh, Dog still dreams about uh, Lucy Mancini or something. And so I said, no, actually, it's Lucy Caponia. And then I started remembering. <laughs> Lucy was the star of our school back in junior high school or she was the first girl like to actually ha have them you know them. we used to call her juicy lucy in school she hated that yeah i know she, I but think she used to date older guys right well you could see why <laughs> she was so you know, she was beautiful yeah still is you know i ran uh, well i run into her on occasion you know she's around town still yeah so i seen her one day at tana park and she was so beautiful still you know I said, you know, she'd make a perfect wife for my TV show. Yeah, you know? but she, she's not. So I went over and I, I an told actress. her about it. And uh, she said. Oh, I lost the boss. Uh, maybe he got cut off by the mob there because uh, he was talking about the, the wrong things there. Anyway, uh, that kept me busy for a little while. Uh, I'm going to play a song and go get some fresh coffee. How about that? I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, as they they say. Uh, I will return. Oh, wait! The boss is calling me back. I am so sorry. What happened? I thought you got whacked for talking about the wrong thing. I know. I thought I lost you. Yep, you got whacked. But anyway, I saw her at Tanner Park one night, one day, whatever it was. I think it was night. Matter of fact, I think it might have been at your one of your shows. Yeah, I, I think so, because I was saying she did come to Tanner Park for one of my shows. But anyway, I got a brainstorm. I was like, wow, she's perfect. She's the right age. She's beautiful. She's Italian. You know, that's... Oh, that's she is? Character. 
So, uh, what do you say? She is? Yeah. She's very familiar. She seemed like a nice Irish, I don't know, Irish, German, Jewish girl, something like that. I don't know. Are you kidding me? She I'm, looks more than anyone you yeah, ever know. Yes, I'm kidding you. Oh, you're scared. Caponia, come on. So, uh, you know, I told her about it. So she said, yeah, I'll try it. So I get her over to my house. She comes over. Matt, let me tell you something. Couldn't remember couldn't say hello. Well, Funzie was like that too, but we took him. Oh on. my! Yeah, but I never. This Matt, this was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, she couldn't do a one-word response. She couldn't do an audio for, a, for like where she was on the telephone. Yeah. You know, she was supposed to do a thing like in the confessional where she says, "Hi, I'm married to Nick for 33 years. We have six beautiful, healthy children, three boys and a girl." And she could read it off a of paper. So when, get, when you get a cue cards, that's what we had I, to do for funsy. Matt, she had the paper in her hand. She wow. couldn't do She couldn't read it line by line. She just kept screwing what? up. Like, for me to say, that's it. You're out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it takes a lot. Yeah, I know. I know. But I was like five hours. I couldn't get nothing out of her. It was like so frustrating. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely hard working with non-actors and the expected. Well, remember I told you I could direct anybody. Yeah, that's when that's when you proved me wrong. <laughs> because after five hours, I was like, right, you know what? Let's try this another day. Yeah, let's get lunch. Time to get and lunch. I never, I never called her again, and then she called me like a month later. And she said she decided she's not going to do it. I said, I said, oh, really? I said, oh, I'm sorry, because you could have, you would have done really good at it. Meanwhile, I had somebody else already. Right. You know, it was like, wow. You know, and I lost all kinds of respect, everything for because from that. It's like, man. Uh, just because you, that, that's, the, that you know, just because you can't act doesn't make you a bad person. That's act. You could have read. You could have followed a simple direction, you know. It's harder. It's harder than most people think it is. I mean, it, a lot of people make it look easy, but it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. Yeah, but reading a line, you can't read something. A lot you of uh, yeah, but uh, again, I hear you. It sh- it seems like it should be easy, but I've I've dealt with enough people that prove it. It's you not. Know what I guess I guess it's like someone that can swim saying, "How can they not swim?" Yeah, how could you not swim? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like holy fuck. Yeah. I ain't drag you, baby. Cameras intimidate people. Crowds intimidate people. You know, a lot of things like that. So, yeah. Well, listen, we do every fucking time Mikey goes out into the audience with his fucking wireless mic and starts putting it in front of people's face. I'm like, please don't do that. Because, first of all, half these people, even if they're singing the wrong note, they can't sing in time. So we, we, you know, doing a song like a Teenager in Love. Why must I be a teenager in love? And we'll be going along in rhythm and they put the mic in front of people's face and they go, why must I be? Like, wait a minute. You're fucking up the whole band. <laughs> maybe maybe you got to readjust the PA. Maybe there's some latency involved. <laughs> no latency. It's like the latency is between the brain and the lips. I love that word. Yeah, I know you do. Do you like... Do you like mass formation? Do you say mass formation psychosis a lot? Do you, do you say oh that? my! That's it. I don't, what would that mean? Uh, mass it, 
It's like it's like following Hitler, I guess. It's like when the whole country goes fucking crazy over something is what it really means. They lose their collective minds. Oh my! Yeah, I thought I Corona. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's what basically came up uh, on basically. Uh, dealing with the, what we're going through in this country right now. Dr. Malone called it mass formation psychosis. Everybody's you, fucking crazy. Can you believe what's going on? Do I believe in what? Can you believe what's going on in this country? Oh, no. No, absolutely. Nothing, nothing like this in my life. Right. Well, do you think we're doomed? Do you think that we're ever, you know, or is, it, is there a a reconciliation point ever is there any place where, where we can make it? i don't think we're i don't think we're doomed but i think our offspring is doomed uh, and i'm talking as early as our you know possibly possible grandchildren great-grandchildren i'm not talking that much of a long time i mean we'll be in a box by then i think i hope yeah but, uh, i'm i'm not going to be in a box i'm going to be uh dust yeah i'll be, definitely be dust Put me in. Where a, do you want to? I want to be. I want to be put in, mixed in with some fucking sour cushion, smoked. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, but definitely, why? Why waste a fucking plot on me? Some sour dog cush. You know. You know what I was thinking? Actually, uh, mix me in the in the fish food, uh, like um, mine dog brand fish food. And basically, you know, mix me in with like the fish tablets, aquarium food, and stuff like that. I want to be fish food. Then we're gonna bring you feed you the dogfish. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I can really mess you up and feed you the catfish. Right. The dog. The cat ate the dog. The cat ate the dog. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Have you talked to Letty recently? Uh couple days ago is he still planning on the podcast then you should give him my number and tell him to, tell him to get in touch with me no i i stamped that idea out that was that was goofy you know why are you gonna take something that you plan on writing a book or doing a movie about because you know he's never gonna and the podcast yeah. podcast is at least something because you know he's not gonna follow through on any of that shit yeah he's been telling me that for years he's gonna do it Right, and he's it's so twenty years goes by. You figure, you know what? You're never going to do this. You might as well do something. Twenty four years, it's been more. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing this life story for forget about. I wrote so many chapters and stuff like that already, and just never nothing ever happened. And he did. He started to film a pilot. I mean, he had a lot of footage, right? I, I yeah. well, no, but that was for something else. That was a company they wanted to do a TV show with his pizzeria and him in it. Right. So they made like a sizzle reel. You know, they did all of that stuff. They tried, They took an option on it for a year. Right. You know, and, and he sent me that drive and wanted me to do that, do a re-edit on it. And it was just like, it was like the footage. They just shot, overshot fucking. Yeah. Like hundreds of hours of, of garbage to get like 20 seconds or 30 seconds of fucking stuff out of it. Tough. Yeah, the stuff wasn't really that great, you know. Yeah. But well, uh Well, you should have him call me though. Call tell him to call in the dog show some morning. I know it's early out there. It's it's fucking six o'clock in the morning when I start out there, but yeah. he gets up early though, surprisingly. Still gets up early. Yeah, they all do. Uh, the West Coast is an uh, early uh 
earlier existence. They go to bed, they get up earlier and go to bed earlier. Well, everything closes there earlier too, you know, like the bars close at two. Right. You know, not that he goes to the bars, it's just they close early over there, like you I, said. I think in New York they're really starting to they've been doing that for a couple of years now where I mean most of the places even the later night places, they basically looking to close up around two two thirty latest here now. I'm no longer at four AM uh unless it's a like a dive bar, an old man dive bar or something like that. Well, it's funny. A, a year ago, you know, all the rules are different. Now, all of a sudden, it, they see what happens when they follow the rules and how much business is lost. So now it's like uh, they let the stuff stay open. This kids are still in school. This Omni, Omni is out or whatever it is, and they're still making the kids go to school. You know, yesterday, the superintendent of schools here was the principal for the junior high because they had nobody there. Wow. So now you got a, the superintendent is acting as principal. Yeah. You know, the kids, there are hardly any kids in the school. You know, the parents had to send a bunch of them this week. You know what you got to do? You got to go to a school board meeting and, and, and take it over and say, listen, you, you just got to dig your heads. You know what? Our school board, I think that, I think at this point it's about the money because, you know, they let them think like yesterday. For example, my grandsons had a basketball game. They were on the, you know, the school basketball team. No, uh, no spectators yesterday because of the corona. But wow. yet you let the kids, the kids go. Right. You let the kids go to school all day, but they don't want spectators because of corona. Well, what about the kids all day with the corona? Oh, you get paid for each kid that shows up every day. Oh, that's how it works. And you don't get paid for spectators coming to an after-school basketball game. So wait, oh, they, don't, they don't get paid if the kids do, like, homeschool, that, you know, the uh, remote learning shit? They don't get paid? This, they lose the tax dollars? Yes. Wow. So they took a real fucking beating last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but they, get, they get millions and millions of dollars. Oh, I know that. You know, like they got they got awarded millions of dollars to prepare for this COVID. They were supposed to put in, uh, you know, some kind of ventilation systems. So yesterday at the school, the ventilation system was on, and that consists of just opening all the windows in the school. They didn't put no system in, so the school was freezing. Wow! You know, Shavola had the solution for him, but they wouldn't get on board. I went and made all the videos for him about his product. I still have them. I was looking at the other night. His system was a good thing. And they just wouldn't get on board with all the bureaucracy and stuff. And by the time he got it to into the hands of people who could make a difference, they were like, oh, no, Corona's done with, uh, you know, we're not even interested anymore. Well, it's not done. It's still here. Yeah, well, they got, they got the schools are open. All the administrators got raises good raises wow nobody else got raises they don't get equipment the state comes in and the, the school takes stuff out of the basement and shows them that stuff instead of the real stuff like they hide broken stuff they save broken stuff to show them that instead of what's real yeah. you know it's a baby it's a it's a shady business yeah you know? yeah and uh, it doesn't feel like this shit is ever going to end either i mean every, every time there's a fucking ray of light Boom. If you did something like that, they swoop in on us and have us in jail. 
Yeah. You know, these guys, they're, they're doing all kinds of stuff and nobody's watching them, I guess. Yeah. And you know, what battery, that's their business. They want to do what they do, let them do it. They, you know? Yeah. I'm not the police. You're not. You know, you're definitely not the police. You're the guy that the police come and say, I hear they call you the boss. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, that really happened because of you. I know. I know it did. I, I told you that happened when the guy said to me, uh, you know, uh, I'm in the car going to the station. And he says, uh, they call you the boss, huh? I don't. I wonder how they found that because it's not like your name is attached to that at all. You're not named within your name in the meta description of that video or any of that stuff. So how they how they kind of nailed you down to that? But that's kind of funny. Well, I'm sure that if you looked up my name, I'm sure that that comes up on Google. Yeah, but yeah. It, it would have to be in the description somewhere. It doesn't. Na- it just calls you the boss. It doesn't ever say your name. It has to. It has to be in the description because they found it. You know, hmm. they found it. And it wasn't long of research because I think Red O'Reilly I, did something like that. He probably tagged you on Facebook, put your name on it or something. Somebody did probably. Yeah. I'm betting but, it was Red. I'm always, uh, I don't I don't hear from him anymore. Since No, me neither. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'll I'll let you go. I know I, I'm intruding by calling you this morning, but I was I you know, my I was supposed to have a couple of comedians on today and they they bailed on me, and then Jamie was supposed to call from the shower, and he pushed out on that, which I will never let him down on that because he he brought it up. He it brought up the fact he was like all, all full of himself of being brave enough to come on in the bathtub, and then suggested shower next. So I said, yeah, sure, yes, be on tomorrow from the shower, or you will be uh, you'll never live it down. And and then he had the the audacity to show up in the chat room, but not be piping in from the shower the audacity of him uh, audacity you want you you want to see that little dick in the shower oh man that's something i don't want to see no no i'm i'm i uh, well you know me i'm all you know who ethan ethan klein is is that you know who that even is i heard the name yeah it's a, it sounds like a name it's, it's a very commercial sounding name and he's a fucking pretty popular podcast he's got like millions of subscribers and all that kind of stuff and um i think he's he i I invited him on because he was uh talking about he he had no podcast for the next three weeks he was bored didn't know what he was going to do so i invited him on the show and then and i sent him a clip of me fucking ranting on rogan the other day and then yesterday he just started ranting on rogan like all day long it's like man this guy's stealing my shtick and and going off on it like all day long but not getting back to me but he's really He's famous for something I have no idea what he's actually famous for. I don't know what his talent is, if he's got any talent, how he got famous, any of that stuff. Um, but I think he's stealing the dog stuff. Your buddy Snake was on the other day. Who, who, on his, who? on his, that he does his blog. Yeah. And uh, I think he was serious. But he swears that his son, he sent his son to some island. Uh, what is it called? Seashell Island or something like that. I don't know. It, the waves are supposed to be good for surfing. So he sends his son there. And he says his son got back in touch with him. And he he met a mermaid and fell in love with the mermaid. Oh. 
Well, I had a girl on who was a marine biologist, and I talked to her about that mermaid show. Did you, you remember when they had that? They found uh, um, the the mermaid, and it would, they did a whole documentary on it. But at the end, in the small print, they would tell because they made it seem like it was a real show, like they actually found a mermaid. And then at the end, in the very tiny small print, that this was all fictional, but lots lots of people believed in it. And uh, the marine biologist I had, I had him going around in circles thinking it was real for a while, <laughs> sending it that documentary. Uh, so Snake is in the Dominican Republic, right? Yeah. Vinny's going down there. Did you know your brother Vin's going down there? Yeah. yeah he's, he's going off the reservation. Maybe he can uh, bring a video camera and get me some Snake uh, interview. <laughs> <laughs> from From the bed. He sits in bed smoking, right? And while he do, while he does his little, uh, no, he doesn't smoke. He doesn't smoke. He sit- no, he, he just lays in the bed sideways and stuff. It looks like he's dying. He does look like he's dying. While he's doing the podcast, he looks like he's dying. He just lays there all crooked. The camera's not lined up nice. It's it's funny as hell. It's like, what is he doing? Does he have any viewers? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably probably not a big following. Just <laughs> uh, the topics and, and his view on things. It's like you got to watch it because it's like, what's he going to say next? Yeah, no. But in, he goes talks out of both sides of his mouth. He loves Trump. He hates Trump. Both in the same oh, sense. Yeah, in, in the same in the same paragraph. Right. Yeah. He starts out liking him, and then by the end of it, he's gritting his teeth saying he hates you know. I think he changes his mind. He talks he talks himself uh, into like changing his mind within a sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. Funniest thing though is when he gets he gets you know very serious about it and grind his teeth and get so mad. It's like wow, look at him. I see like like a vein stretch on the side of his head. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna get off and uh, try to finish this fucking thing and try to bring this ship in, uh, run it aground, and fucking plan on tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be uh, an interesting day, I think, here on the show. So yeah, yeah. Well, I got? thought today was gonna be too. I don't want to name names because in case they don't show up, oh. <laughs> like because I put out a blanket invitation to a certain comedians and told them any day they want to come on, just let me know and I'll send you the link in advance. And they all said, yeah, yeah, Wednesday's good. And then last night they changed their mind that eh, Wednesday's not so good. Maybe, maybe Thursday. Like, you know what? Maybe I should have fucking been a little more disciplined in how I fucking schedule this shit because now I'm going to get all of them on on Thursday and none of them on on Wednesday, which, and then I can't find enough time to, you know, some of them, we mean, like Dave, was Brother Dave was on yesterday, musician, and I planned on having him for 15 minutes. I had him for an hour and five minutes, uh, and it was good stuff. Uh, but so I, if I have three comedians on, I can't have them all on for an hour and five minutes. I'll be here all fucking day. What do you mean, Dave Earloop? No, Brother Dave is a guy. Uh, uh, he, he opened for us last week on the New Year's Eve gig, and I was really rude to him when he, he kind of wrote to me. He's... He wrote to me and said, listen, I'm opening up for you uh, uh, on New Year's Eve, and then I'm going to be playing while you take breaks. I, can I have a set list so I don't reproduce any of your songs? I don't want to do any of the songs that you're going to be doing. And I wrote back to him. I said, listen, Dave, we don't ever take breaks, and we have no set list. And if you ask uh, them to to make us take breaks, I will 
decline going and then I uh, will stay home and the entire crowd that's there to see us will be mad at you. So don't do that. And I said, the reason I'm, I don't take breaks is because I'm a dick. I don't like people. I don't want to socialize with people. And uh, we don't have a set list because we just fucking play whatever the fuck we want to play. So don't ask me this shit again. <laughs> he laughed. He said, okay. But then I said, but that all, having said all that, you're welcome to sit in with us. And he took it like a man and it was very, I was very impressed by this. He said, okay, I'll be happy to sit in with you. So he was cool about that. And then he got in and Mikey said, you want to come in, sit, sit in? And he went to grab his pedal board. And I looked at him and I said, is that absolutely necessary? Like give him the total dick attitude. And he, he put the pedal board away and came down. Guy was fucking great. Phenomenal. Really good player. Uh, fun to play with. Great attitude. So I had him on the show yesterday. Oh, all right, <laughs> but just discussing what a what a dick that mind dog was to him, and he still managed to take it on and, and was friendly to me. <laughs> we nope. gotta find we gotta find Frank. I know what Frank is. Frank's on Facebook, but uh, he do, he doesn't talk to me. He's a, a you know he's a fucking diehard Trumper, and he doesn't like the fact that I'm not. So he, he's not talking to me right now. Well, why? That's that's ridiculous. I know, I know. And, uh, you know, he's got a history of that. He fucking left me on the side of the road one time because he was pissed at me because I yelled at him about something. You're kidding. Nah. And he was working for me. I mean, he was as an employee, you know, with the cult. And he screwed something up, and I yelled at him. He, he took a hissy fit, threw my shit out of the car, and fucking left me at a fucking deli out in the Hamptons. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that, that's that's the way he loses his temper and he, he gets hurt and whatever, and then you don't hear from him. Where's he living? Massapequa. Oh, so he's still local. Yeah, and he's married, and he's got a, a daughter in high school. He's got a daughter who's the age of your grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. Frank, from where was he from? Ooh. That was Paul from who was the... <laughs> oh. Yeah, he Frank was Paul from who. But Frank was everybody who called in. I mean, he was... Every week he'd call in three or four times as a different character and never changed his voice, and people all, always fucking bought it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the good old Mind Dog show. I had Boski on the other day, too. Who? Boski. Oh. Where's Boski been? Uh, he's in uh, Warwick, New York. And Taint died. Taint died, yes. Oh. Yeah. Old Taint. Well, yeah. they thought he was dead that one time anyway, remember? No. What do you mean? Didn't we think that he went to, like, some foreign country and he disappeared, remember? Yeah, he time? was in Costa Rica. For, he, he, they had the Santeria. Uh, he, had a, he was getting married again, and he was in uh, Costa Rica, and they had a Santeria uh, festival before before the wedding and at the, the wedding the Santeria festival you get up and confess your sins and his wife got up and confessed all her sins and all that stuff and then he got up and said uh i fucked your sister <laughs> oh no. yes and she 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 grabbed a machete and fucking chased him through the fucking jungle and he ran all the way to the fucking airport <laughs> back to the states Holy! Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but he, he was still he's you know when he died he still kind of he never got the divorce down there. Uh, so he he did get married, uh, and um, um, but he, and still was still married to a girl who lives down there. But I, I don't even know if she knows he's dead because he just died in Labor Day of 
till past Labor Day. So. Yeah. That's a shit. Yeah. So many people, man. So many people. Yep. But we're still here. We're still rocking. So. Oh, um, yeah. We ain't going nowhere. We got things to do. Yeah, I know. I got things, we got to, do. things to do, dog. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow or something or later on today or something. All right, buddy. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Uh, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss. Uh, Carl, you should call in. Well, we got a couple minutes left. Dude, come on. Uh, you got a link. Join me here. I know you're sober. I know you're scared. I'll hold your hand. Uh, Carl's going to do a gig next week sober. Where is that? And uh, you should join me, Carl. You've got a couple minutes here. Join me. Everybody wants to hear from you, Carl. Don't hide. Don't be like Jamie. Um, Jamie, he, he can't get in the shower sober or can't, can't pod sober. But that's not what we, we didn't ask for anything long. I wanted him to get in the shower, soap himself up, call in and say, here I am, and then can hang up. But no. And listen, you brought this upon yourself. You are never going to live this down. You have 24 minutes to pod in from the shower, the live video in from the shower, or you will be tormented for it. Now, you're still a young man. I know you don't think you're a young man, but you're still a young man. And uh, lots of life, and you don't want every day of the rest of your long life to be filled with Jamie, the guy who punked out from being in the shower guy. That Jamie? That's gonna be it's gonna be attached to your name, Jamie, the 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 shower punk outer. You don't want that. So uh, you now you have twenty three minutes left uh, to remove that stigma from your name, or um, forever hold your penis. Anyway, um, see, we are getting weird shit happening on my Facebook stuff, but not. I was hoping. Oh, now Dante Russicoli, does that name ring a bell? Comedian who I obviously uh, at some point invited on the show just got back to me on Facebook. I'm going to have to get back to him and schedule. Uh, Cocky Rocky Comedy? I don't know what that means. Cocky He's from Cocky Rocky Comedy and Tom Pavano. Padovano. Uh, I don't remember when I, it must have been a while ago that I actually invited him on the show, but he just sent me a thing. Yeah, he wanted me. Oh, it looks like a, whoa. I don't know if this is real, but it looks like a pretty big time doing some big shows, MGM. Uh, wow, nice stuff. Vegas type guy uh, playing at some of the big places in Vegas. Uh, apparently, Ready to take me up on my my offer to be on the show? I have to get in touch with him. Uh, again, getting st- still continue to get from musicians and comedians alike. Not a morning person, and people wanting to pre-tape. And I actually said okay to a couple of them, so I'm going to be pre-taping some short segments to play. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I like doing it live. I like working without a net. Ooh, oh. Ooh, well, nice. <laughs> uh, when when I when you hear me going woo, it's because there are some attractive ladies on this timeline, uh, scantily dressed attractive ladies, and I like that. 
I don't, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm a sexist pig. I uh, have been all my life and will continue to be. Uh, noticing the uh, sketches that uh, Brett Bach did, uh, are on um, eBay and certain ones are doing much better than other ones. Uh, and not necessarily um, based on the quality, but I think it's based on the personality that was drawn because some of them are a lot more lifelike. Let's put it that way. A lot more accurate portrayals of people that um, the bids are kind of smaller on. And then, you know, the ones that we all love, the people we love, the the bids are higher on. The issues with Andy's mock-up, somebody did a, I guess it was uh, the, um, my shower is occupied. No, it's excuse. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Listen, uh, nobody's saying you have to do this. You put this out there. And I'm, t- you know, obviously you're not going to do it, but we can't, We it, it's a matter of principle now. We can't let you just not do it and not bust your balls over, over it for the rest of your life. We can't. I mean, it's, again, it's principle. It's not like I want to be busting your ball, believe me. I'm not the kind of guy who just wants to cause pain in your life. But you brought this on there. There are you have accountability factors here. And now we're going to have to, you're going to have to be known as Jamie, the guy who didn't show up from the shower dykes. And that's kind of a long title. Got to get my booster in 12 minutes or I do it first. I do it. <laughs> oh, you're getting a booster. Hey, you're getting a booster seat. Why, you're not tall enough? This is Carl saying the group, the booster stuff. And why is that one O capitalized and the T capitalized in the R? Booster in 12 minutes. Been a very un, uneventful Wednesday. I thought it was going to be a lively Wednesday, and I apologize. It's all on me. You can call me Matt, the guy who delivered a really shitty Wednesday show, NAPO. Uh, and I'll be hanging with my friend Jamie, the guy who didn't call in from the shower, Dykes. Um, and that's the way, because there are accountability issues. And listen, we got to be consistent here. We're going to fuck with somebody. We might as well fuck with everybody. Um, Ken is going, or, or maybe he's going to change his mind after today, uh, going to be coming back on the program. We'll talk about his book, being getting accolades as the best, what was it? You're going to remind me again, but best uh, television book, something. Uh, oh, Jamie's saying it will happen. So you're saying if you if you did it tomorrow or Friday, that would erase the stigma that you'd have to carry that scarlet letter for the rest of your life. Um, I'll have to I'll have to confer with the committee and get back to you on how we're going to allow that kind of because there was. There was a stipulation of when it would be. Clearly, within minutes of you laying out the um, proposal that you come in from the shower, uh, the date and timeline was set. I can turn the comments off because I'm not going to take phone calls now with 17 minutes to go here. Tonight, I don't have a 1 o'clock show today, but I have a, a show tonight, a real estate guy, a real estate investment guy. One of these, you know, uh, get rich quick. <laughs> Going to teach you how to turn $1,000 into $40,000 in 28 days. You're interested in that? You got 1000 bucks? 
to get started in real estate investment and want to turn it into $40,000 in a month? Well, I do. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put this out there, and I'm dead serious about it. If anybody wants to go through with this system and that has the time to put the energy in, I'll put the 1000 bucks up. All you have to do is the, you take the course, do the work, you follow the guy, do his plan. Uh, I'll give you the money, the $1,000 to do it. If you turn it into $40,000, we will split it. 2020 doesn't sound like a bad deal if you look you're looking to make money and you got time on your hands turn my thousand dollars into forty thousand dollars using this guy's system and we'll split it 20 you make yourself nine twenty thousand dollars i'll make nineteen thousand dollars in a month we'll all be happy smells like fraud jamie says well we'll find out you know again i'm putting up the money no risk to anybody all you need to do is invest the time because i don't have the fucking time and uh, even if I did have the time, I'd be shitty at it. I know I'd be shitty at it. Uh, it's like a predetermined, uh, you know, your beliefs determine your reality. I know I'd be shitty at it. I believe I'd be shitty at it. Um, wait, Ken sounds like something for your podcast. Ken has a podcast. Wait, wait, is Ken starting a podcast now? I know everybody. And speaking of that, the lips on a pig, the lipstick on a pig thing now needs to be um probably change to lipstick who's not uh, on a pig that refuses to take a shower <laughs> get that fucking noise maker out of the system it's not a pyramid it's an inverted triangle uh i thought it was a butt plug anyway um i know i know it sounds too good to be true but again if you have the time, you don't have to spend a penny. You can use my money to do it and then report on it here. And if it's a scam, I mean, nothing would be better than just uh, documenting that scam and, and putting it out there for the whole world to see. And best case scenario, it's not a scam. Coming soon, stinks on ice or not. What do you mean? Is that the, really the name of your podcast? Are you going to do Stinks on Ice? Because I saw you joking about that. I thought you were making fun of Last Rights, which really should be the man show. I mean, we all know that. I'm going to call it the man show. Fuck you. I'm calling it the man show, whether you like it or not. You're going to do something about it? You sue me. Stinks on Ice. Well, better than Stinks in a Jar. By the way, if you have Stinks in a Jar, there's a shortage right now. Uh, in the UK, well, and re really a worldwide shortage of um, stinks in a jar. And there's money to be made here. But there's also money to be made in real estate. And I'll put up the money. All you got to do is put up the time. And I'm, I'm not getting any takers here. Come on. I got, wh what do we have now? 33 people right now uh, on all the platforms listening to this. All we need is one to take this course. What's the guy's name? Zach Booth? Zach Booth, as in John Wilkes. Uh, and and you can make you can make yourself uh, $20,000 in 28 days or not. But you have nothing to lose because it'd be my money. If you end up losing $1,000, it's my $1,000. I don't know. If I if I were somebody who looking to make money, and this sounds like something I would jump on, except I know I'd suck at real estate, which is why I wouldn't do it. Plus, I don't have the time. But if you have the time... And you don't think you would suck at it, or you're not sure you would suck at it, like I am sure I would suck at it. Come on, jump on it. Uh, 
some woman who was rushed to the hospital. She was selling parts in a job, but done way too much and nearly. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Stephanie Maddow is her name. Uh, what do you mean? Well, tune in tonight. Well, you'll be in bed tonight because it's 8 p.m. my time, Carl. But I don't know if you're talking about the method for the real estate thing or for the farts in the jar. The farts in the jar, I mean, what could the method be? You sit on a fucking open jar, you quickly seal that sucker up, and put it in the mail. By the way, there were reports that her farts were really putrid. <laughs> now, I don't know who, where though it's obviously unsatisfied customers, but uh, was, somebody had to admit, somebody had to be, admit they were um, pathetic enough to order farts in a jar online from this woman. And listen, there's no guarantee that her farts you know, it's the internet, folks. She can put up her picture and say, it's, and it could be her fucking nasty old man farting in the jar. Not that her farts are going to be in roses. <laughs> but it, anybody could sell anything and say, yeah. So you get this hot model saying, yeah, I'm going to send you uh, my worn panties or whatever. And then you find out it, her fucking big fat boyfriend is fucking rubbing it on his ass before it put it. And that's all it is. So I don't know. I don't. I don't trust the. Some school teacher from Long Island is facing jail for giving a vaccine to a 17-year-old in her house. Really? Uh, well, it's, it's why? But, but, how come you know about this? And I'm on Long Island. And I don't know about this. I got to look this up. First of all, where did she get the vaccine from? You can't just go. You can't just go to the drugstore and buy the vaccine and a hypodermic and be given. Where did she get it from? She must have maybe she has got some pharmaceutical connections or something, but it doesn't it doesn't pass the uh, sniff test as they as they say for like a fart in a jar would pass the sniff test. Come up in the news feed early. I gotta look up, I'll look it up. How the fuck did she get the? Um, I, it begs the question. Where did she get the the vaccine from anyway? And is a teacher really qualified to give a? a I guess if you can. Do a diabetes shot. You can give a shot for anything. Heroin addicts can can teach you how to use a needle, right? Just doesn't make sense to me. Where'd she get the vaccine from? It's not like they're selling the vaccine. I see Andy is on uh, uh, on Twitter right now. Maybe I should ask Andy to call in again. At least uh, I know he shows up when he says he's going to show up. There's only one way that I know to put down a, a persistent insurrection. <laughs> Persistent insurrection. That's funny. Um, anyway, um, I've been uh, trying to let, not be a pest to Andy and, and ask him to call in too much because of because of what he's dealing to. But uh, I think yeah, you know what? Maybe check in with him uh, again soon. Have him call in if he's available, just to give an update. Tomorrow we'll probably get an update on issues with Andy. Uh, Jamie says, that's the big cue. Where did she get it? Why does she have a 17-year-old student in the house? Uh, yeah. Uh, why does she have a 17-year-old student in the house? Maybe it wasn't vaccines she was shooting them with. Maybe it was Viagra. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a party. It does sound like a party. Maybe, it, yeah. 
I don't know. Hey, how about I inject you with the vaccine? Meanwhile, it's like fucking Cosby candy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How about, you know, I have a picture, by the way. I wanted to um, share this because my wife, uh, about probably about eight years ago now, was uh, on her Save the Homeless kick again. She She does this a lot. And she had three homeless people come to, with her to one of my gigs, and she was paying for their drinks and stuff. And um, while she was up dancing with me while I'm playing, uh, one of the guys, one of the homeless guys tried to roofie her, put it in a drink, but uh, put some knockout drops in a drink. And... Um, Ended up, because he's a fucking idiot, uh, roofing himself <laughs> and passed out. And so they had to leave him here. Now, they left him with me. Like, I, it was my fucking problem now. And I took him uh, to a diner and just watched him fucking pass out and fall on the floor. And we got pictures of him just, like, fucking. He roofied himself into a, almost a fucking coma. And it was just uh, funny to see. I was snapping pictures of him. He, he fell asleep with his face in fucking jello. Or whatever the fuck <laughs> dessert he was having, but just you know, I and I could see it coming. I mean, I it basically he fucking tried to drug my wife and ended up drugging himself and uh, was couldn't handle it. Ended up leaving him in the diner. He's your fucking problem now. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a text from my stepdaughter. I better read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Not important. Anyway. I guess that's the show for today. Wasn't much of a show, was it? But I appreciate y'all being here. I hope you don't give up on me just because of one shitty show. I did think I was going to have some front, full frontal nudity, but um, apparently um, there was excuses. I'm too sober. People in my shower. So many people in your shower, you just fucking wrap a towel around you, get naked and claim you're in the shower. Just drop water on your head. No excuses in show business, folks. The show must go on. The full frontal nudity must go on. All of it. I don't know how we're going to all of us collectively recover from this debacle today. But they will have an insurrection part two to distract us. So that's the good thing. Until, I guess, tomorrow when I, I will be farting in a jar on the program. Do you think the boss's fart was real, by the way, or was that just lip mouth fart noises? He claimed to have done a real fart, but it sounded a little wet to me, which is not good for a jar fart. Is this been entertaining for you? If so, I think you really need to uh, take a good look at your life, uh, adjust your priorities, figure out who and what you really are, and maybe get back to me about this stuff. Ah, I feel like I've let you down here today. So I'm just going to play a song and go home. I'm going to go. I actually have time today to do things because um, I don't have a show until 8 p.m. tonight. So until then, I guess I'm going to say ta-da to do today. And I'll see you folks later. Have a good day. Try not to fart in too many jars. Or you'll give yourself a stroke. 
This is the lesson we've learned today. I feel terrible about this. All of it. Bye for now.
listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.